Hello and welcome to Book of Leaves. My name is Cara Kearney and I am the host. Welcome to Book of Leaves, an Irish podcast where I interview people in Ireland who are doing something good for the planet and listeners, including you, can take a leaf from the interviewee's book to add your own way of eco-friendly living. And in this episode, I am delighted to talk about the wellness industry with Stephanie, who is the founder of Glow Circle, a beautiful, small Irish business. She sells uh, candles, soaps, products for people's skin. And it's more than that. You know, the wellness industry is known to kind of do a lot of talk and not really walking the walking when it comes to being sustainable, you know, and uh, it can be quite hypocritical. But Stephanie is someone who basically is the change she wants to see that she goes by that motto. So I can't wait for you to hear this chat with her and I'll let her introduce the company and the work that she does. And I also hope that you guys will join me in appreciating the honesty that Stephanie goes into in sharing the struggle, I guess, that led to Glow Circle being created. Um, was not I didn't know the story I always ask everyone like why did you start how did it how did what you do come about and yeah I wasn't expecting this this um story from her at all so hopefully you guys will uh, appreciate her honesty as much as I did and um yeah I'm just blown away at her her strength and resilience of what life has been thrown at her and her family and that yeah there's an amazing company called Glow Circle a small Irish business where she literally walks the walk so cannot wait for you guys to listen to this one to give you guys a quick update I've had a lovely two weeks doing some activism training planning with Extinction Rebellion and Animal Rebellion and the Climate Ambassador Awards was on as well so as a winner from last year was re-invited back this year because it was online last year and that was amazing to have an event where they served everything was completely vegan vegan in a really like fancy hotel it was in the Morrison it was lovely and it was such a fun night and I was reflecting when I was there about all of the people in the room that I had met through the Climate Ambassador Programme which is just brilliant but also through the podcast and through just general activism so if anyone out there is feeling lonely I cannot stress enough if you're feeling lonely within the activism get involved with a group any kind of group from litter picking to to I mean you can even start your own podcast just if you join a program get yourself out there like within months just if you just show up you'll keep seeing the same faces and you'll get to know them and if you organize protests with people like I cannot emphasize the amount of people I've met through this podcast and the world seems a little less darker because of it because all of these people are doing amazing things for the planet and everyone including people who listen to this podcast you're all shining a little light wherever you are and that just it really does make things easier when everything gets really hard and overwhelming which is bound to happen in a crisis at this scale so I definitely get my batteries charged from these amazing people and it was just lovely to see so many people working on amazing projects like I'm there's not enough time in the day to interview everyone that I need to for this podcast so thank you so much for tuning in to this episode and listening to this podcast I really appreciate it before I hand you over to Stephanie if you can support the podcast please do you can share it on your socials thank you to the people who've done that recently I'm usually terrible at resharing but I do appreciate when you do give me a shout out recommend it to a friend if you are listening on apple Podcasts, please do leave a review and rate it and you can also rate it on spotify literally takes two seconds less even you just tap the star button give it five stars and that's it 
that's all you need to do so if you are in a position where you can financially support the podcast I have a Patreon account welcome John new Patreon woohoo thank you so much really appreciate it and if you can't subscribe regularly I also have a once off contribution platform on buymeacoffee.com forward slash a forward slash book of leaves so you can contribute there as well to the running fees of the show okay here is stephanie and as always the timestamps. if there's something that you are particularly interested in or want to skip over check out the show notes below you can see when we talk about what and anything that we mention is linked below as well okay thank you so much for listening here is steph enjoy Stephanie. I am the founder of Glow Circle. So Glow Circle is a plant-based and um, sustainable self-care company. I started it two years ago now. So um, two years at the end of the month, November. It's so new. And oh, happy early birthday. Thank you. Yeah, so it is. And it's just the busiest time and you're just like, oh. But yeah, so um, it started and it's all about using and harnessing plant-based powers into your day-to-day routine because I just think plants are basically magical they make such a difference in your skin your mental well-being your day-to-day kind of ambience and the more and more I delve into it the more and more I'm like wow so yeah so it really started in my own like kind of problems with my own self-care and what I had imbalances in and still continue to so it's all kind of based off things that I do for myself and trying to surround my home life and family with as well so yeah amazing and was were plants something that you always kind of had a fascination in or did that kind of come out of possibly being aware of the importance of sustainability or which came first was it awareness of the climate or love of plants yeah I think plants and their benefits have always kind of been in my lifestyle. So for my heritage, so I am Nigerian by descent. So the foods that we would have eaten would have been very beneficial. Like even things now that people go on and talk about yams and how amazing they are for women and their cycles and things like that. That would be a staple in a lot of Africans' diets. And that would be just normal. So there's certain things that you see like, oh, okay, the beauty of it and the heritage and how the reason why certain build is like that is because of what they've eaten. And so my parents have always been very integrating plants into all of our meals and skincare and things like that. So it was always kind of part of that. And also just being amazed by like, oh, this is amazing. Oh, look at this. Like just beauty of the world and beauty of things. We've always kind of been that way. And me and my dad are definitely really like that as well. So, and the wonder of it all. So um, yeah, I think it's kind of just genuinely been that way. And then when I had my my son, who my, my eldest son now, he's very like, I don't know if you've ever watched Ferdinand. It's like a little kid's movie no. and it's Ferdinand in the bottle and the bull and he loves little this little red flower and Darian my son is just like that he'll be like oh my god look at this plant and so the childlike aspect as I've grown and had him kind of has made me more 
into kind of plants and loving them <laughs> yeah amazing but I mean like yeah. we lose a lot of that childlike wonder as we grow up and I I I think it's a it's a detriment not just to our mental health and happiness but like our longevity as well like if we actually keep that sense of wonder life just becomes so much more enjoyable and and fruitful because we're like look at that seed shape whoa you know it's like it it can be so fueling and we laugh at people who are a bit silly or you know who seem a bit immature and they're like oh look you know you don't ever grow up Cara some people say to me and I'm like like I have grown up I just kept that wonder (laughs) yeah which I think is fabulous I think that's one of the things that when I've had um struggles with like my mental health or well-being is because I've become I've lost that humor I've lost that childlike wonder I've lost that like when you start going do more work on yourselves and things like that naturally one of the areas that's covered is inner child and one of those parts is that amazingness of just looking and being like, look at the sunset. Oh, is it the sunset now? Look at the change of this and embracing those things and playful and being playful and enjoying coloring and all that kind of stuff. And when I start going back into that, I become feel more well in myself. So yeah. So it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I love it so much. And then so obviously Glow Circle is so new. How and you started during the pandemic. Um so very brave. I love it. And how did that kind of come about? I started Glow Circle in probably most awful times of my life. (laughs) To be honest. It was started um so the pandemic was a real um difficult time for everybody for very obvious reasons. Um, me by my accent obviously I'm from the UK but I've lived in the island for the past six years I would have been incredibly homesick moving over here initially didn't feel like a big deal for me Mm -hmm. then I had my kids and then I was like oh my gosh I miss my family I miss my mum I miss my friends and all this other stuff or different things that you would maybe get more easily over in the UK and that was just naturally like in the UK I think the way certain access to certain being more eco-friendly or conscious and stuff would have been a little bit easier or making certain choices maybe a bit more easier compared to an island. Well, maybe a few years ago anyway. Yeah, so the pandemic has started. and But pre- prior to that, what started Glow Circle, really, I had my second child. So my second son, I thought was going to be amazing. Like I just thought, I've done that before. I wanted a real like home birth, experience which isn't massively advocated for in Ireland um, which is a complete different story but um, I wanted that because I wanted that experience I had separation anxiety for my son I wanted to know that he is not going to miss me and find this whole thing so traumatic so I was like I want to be at home I can be comfortable and I would progress better in my labor and all this other stuff so no matter what other people said I was going to do it so we had the whole process set up and all that kind of stuff. We had a lovely day before I'd gone into, I kind of felt some twinges before collecting my other son from school, from crash even, and then came home and like was bouncing my ball, had a hot water bottle, ran him a bath thinking, this is my ideal birth. Like yeah. he's going to go to bed and then I'm going to do this and it's going to be amazing. And then obviously I was progressing a lot quicker. And then, um, so in the end, my husband came home from golf and delivered him in our bath. And wow. uh, yeah, so that all happened. And I thought, this is just great. My tiny little baby, which was much smaller than we expected. We're great. We're at home. We're safe and all that stuff. 
went to a hospital a couple of days later to get our checks, which you do yeah. after having a birth. You have different um, little heel prick and different tests like that. And he, um, they felt like he had a bit of an infection, which I initially thought, oh my gosh, they're just being overconscious because we had no home birth and things like that. But the doctor who I wish I could meet him now and apologize because I was really like ah, agitated by it all kept us in in the um, NICU in um, the rotunda for some observation checks and tests and this was for good like three four days and they kind of said that I felt they felt that he was symmetrically small meaning he had a small head small body and that they thought that he might have something called cytomegalovirus which is abbreviated to CMV which if you google it you're not going to see anything really nice uh, at all and I just kept on thinking there's no way that we could deal with a child that had additional needs we didn't even have a conversation and anyone that we'd known that had children with additional needs we just thought how amazing are they they're absolute rock stars we aren't that rock star level <laughs> we can't deal with that mm. we yeah we just can do it and then Chaos was born and he had his um, hearing screening and he failed that. He's profoundly deaf in his left ear, so nothing at all going on over there. And his right ear, moderate to severe. They felt that with the virus that he had, which is more common than Down syndrome, than all the other things that they screen for at booking and visits and stuff like that. It's very, very common. So um, I'd gone through that period of time of, absolute guilt because another thing they felt is that it would have come through me so I would have picked it up from Darian probably my older son from his crash setting that he would have either brought home a little bug that I had not had before until I was pregnant and being a mum you kiss them and you share your drinks you share your fork you do all this other stuff which I definitely had done and that would have passed down to our other child so me, my job, I felt like was to look after him, bring him into this world and whatever. And I just felt enormous guilt. I have to look after my other son, which obviously the the way that they told me that it could have happened. Goodness, what kind of blame am I supposed to have oh, with gosh. my child? Yeah. And then how am I going to deal with a deaf child as well as a deaf child that would have, um, he had some motor issues, could have epilepsy cerebral palsy loads of loads of different things that could happen and even life expectancy if it was a terrible case he could not be so um it was a real like oh my gosh I can't from going off how do we how would we ever deal with a child that had additional needs to this is my my life now so that happened the pandemic happened as well so my usual escape to going off to the UK and coming back I didn't have but then I did have a child that needed to have medication and thinking my sole purpose now is for him rather than for me. The girls in the pharmacy were like the sweetest and kind of knew that I was coming in more and more and would give me little samples and things of like little skincare stuff and just like, oh, yeah, just add that into your little bag and stuff like that. I was just like, oh, that's oh, so nice. Oh, lovely, yeah. yeah. Yeah, lovely little things. And then then I was just like, oh, it's kind of like looking at these little samples and stuff and being like, oh, they're all well and good. They don't really suit my skin type, but that's fine. The, the gesture is nice enough. Then obviously being at home more, you naturally start being more conscious of the things around you. And obviously I wasn't in the most positive space at all. So I just look at the chaos of the place and be like, all these things that we have, 
all this skincare, all these home items that we have but don't really use. And just the build-up of it all, you see your black bin filling up and all that kind of stuff. And you're just like, what is there something we can do a bit better? Even when I was like making food or not making food, I'd be like, oh, that's a bit of a waste, that takeaway package. And that's a bit of a waste. You kind of started, things started to agitate me more when you're in that space as well sometimes. That kind of led to the lockdown people kind of going into themselves a bit more and what do you like, what do you, what's going to keep you going, seeing as I can't go and jet off and have my escape. Couldn't get certain things that I really wanted anymore. Brexit had happened, deliveries were shocking, if yeah. we all remember. Yeah. And then I think my brother kind of said to me, oh, why don't you do something or why can't you do something or whatever? If I, I think I was moaning a bit. And guys, <laughs> and I'm, I'm one of... Um, I'm the only girl in the family. I've got two brothers. And so I think they kind of, they have a lenience with me, but they're certainly <laughs> kind of a bit like, get over it. Right, yeah. <laughs> you, yeah, literally. So I think that kind of led to my, I've always been interested in skincare. I'd always kind of been interested in all these things, but I hadn't really dipped into it. Um, and especially that period of time of feeling very lost and low and having the anxiety and depression that I had with as well the um kind of elements of frustration with certain things that I was wasting kind of led to like almost like a perfect moment and my mum I just remember the thing that my mum had said when we'd gone away on the first summer with Chaos I think he was about eight weeks old at the time he just had his hearing aids I was very frustrated about the whole process that he was wearing these little hearing aids and everyone's questions about them. And then mum had kind of said to me, I know that you're going through a crap time at the moment, but you need to lift yourself out of this and you need to get your glow back. And I was a bit like, mum, I'm for a crap time. Like, leave me alone. But she was right. And quite frankly, quite a few different people doing different things that I was like, oh, they can do it. I'm buying from them. They're really great. This is amazing. I can educate myself to be able to do something and hopefully it works. Jesus. So sorry, that's a long story. Wow, as to no, I had no idea though. Off, yeah. Wow, yeah. that's amazing. Thank you so much for sharing that and for your honesty. I can only imagine how hard it is. He's so lucky to have you. And that's amazing that out of this like really challenging time, you were like, okay, I'll get my glow back and glow circle was born. That's really, really cool. Thank taking, you. Taking some like power back and doing what you can. Because I think, you know, there are times when life is going to throw, throw stuff at us and uh some like it's there are times for definitely just sitting and wallowing and going this is crap but then you know I think some some people and some friends of mine and I've been there as well sometimes I need someone to go do you want to do something like just like you know do (laughs) do anything you know the famous like a face mask will fix my life there is something in doing like a face mask of like you know what just for these 10 minutes everything is is okay and I can calm down a little bit you know so in the wellness industry I find it can be a bit hypocritical sometimes I don't know about yourself because like they'll talk about wellness but then the actual products themselves might be unsustainable or perpetuating like negative kind of beauty standards and stuff like that how have you found the wellness industry kind of relating to also being eco-friendliness yeah I I found it and that's such a good question because I find it so interesting because in the same breath, something will be like, this is the most kindest or the most eco-friendly brand. And then you've seen like, quite clearly, they could have put something 
and there's components of things that are very difficult to have completely plastic free and things like that mm. and obviously there's a, there'll be arguments of these small businesses which like I fall into trying to make these bigger changes and you don't maybe have the quantities as of yet to be able to get those big changes done so there's certain materials that I would love to use but I can't because I can't order thousands and thousands of them um mm. so it's that I see that argument, but I see those ones, those companies that are slightly bigger and you're just like, why did you not just choose a glass bottle of the plastic one? Mm. I know it was cheaper, but then your price is going to be the same as mine. Like, I believe completely in ageing because I think sustainability has different connotations. There's the sustainability of materials and ingredients and the routes that you use and how far has this travelled and this, that and the other. But there's also the sustainability of how do you sustain yourself? Like, how is this like, how do you keep this up for the long term and still make yourself feel good? So that's why I believe sustainable self-care is that whatever you're doing through the rough times and crap times, it should be able to still feel that you're con- you can sustain it. And it's not going to be another thing to make you feel bad. So, um, so aging and the anti-aging and all of that kind of process, I have nothing against people that want to kind of change themselves and it makes them feel better, but I don't believe that it should be pushed down that everybody has to change for that. And could we be using ingredients for the better to prolong the way that we feel good? So we put that on and that's going to better improve the health of your skin rather than just trying to keep you to this unsustainable youth kind of complex that we have so there's different things like that that I believe that's the balance and I think as well as the smaller sizes of things so I try to get like the bigger size of a product so like a lot of our creams are in 100 ml but the standard by industry you can see is like 60 ml or even less because obviously then it makes people come back and buy more um, I know my husband was like, oh, the candles off. Oh, the people, are, they're just not going to be able to come back and get more, really, isn't it? Because the candle size is quite big. And I was just like, it's not based on that. I want them to actually be able to, like, burn it for longer. Yeah. And that burning that they have and that time to be great for their environment and their health. And if they want to buy a different, like, kind of scent, then great. But then what they're using, they're going to use it well. And it's been going to be used for longer. So I think it's sometimes the industry, there's obviously money and wanting to earn money from something, which obviously I'm still a business. I still obviously want to keep running. Of course, yeah. The money, I want to use it to better the products that you use, that you can use them for longer and you can feel good about the money that you're spending rather than, oh God, that's tiny and then whatever, or that made me feel a bit heady or that's the thing that we all must be using right now because that's what everyone says. And also what I try to do with the range as well and trying to do more and more of is using ingredients that multitask. So you be able to use the same ingredients that could help with inflammation for someone that is prone to breakouts. So green tea, that helps with the inflammation. But also I have breakouts, but I also have very sensitive skin of eczema. So the green tea helps with the inflammation of the eczema and soothing the skin and like for example hydrating the skin and what kind of ingredients can you use and will this work for multiple skin types not just you buying for that one skin type and that's the only product and hopefully that also helps down the chain 
are like retail partners being able to maybe have less on their shelves because I found that so overwhelming as well um that okay your product can actually suit multiple different people but I find the industry can be massively confusing and everybody knows that sustainability throw that in there or eco-living or eco-friendly that's great I'm going to win them for that but there's so many different layers that show that you're not getting the point yeah yeah at the end of the day a lot of it is about making making money to to them and only that as opposed to looking at you know maybe if all of our jade rollers are coming from china we need to think about having them sourced locally or what what have you so there's yeah yeah there's so many different aspects to it but i do kind of love because when we talk about you know minding ourselves because i found from from suffering with burnout really bad around this this time last year oh meet your sister oh (laughs) god (laughs) hi (laughs) jeez it is so i i never experienced anything like it and all i could see was just like I couldn't see the good in anything and I just felt so fed up but like I've I've now started practicing the little things that are just for me not just not necessarily for the planet you know be it like the gratitude journal and you know I love candles so much and I've only recently gotten into maybe like essential oils and things like that but I was working with a tutor uh, I did like a workshop with her and she was saying like make your space like a safe space make it your own and that will like build up your own resilience because if you're coming home and you're stressed and you don't know what could tip you over the edge you've just been to a climate march you didn't get to talk to the the politician you needed to talk to and you come home and you realize that your skin is breaking out from the stress and that could be the tipping point in your whole day is then crap or whatever you know but there's so much to be said for sustaining our own personal happiness and our own wellness and we give that back then to the environment and to the planet and we just like perpetuate like a lovely circle of wellness like it just makes so much sense it's exactly that I'm so sorry that you have burnout too but I feel that these kind of awful experiences help the future. I think if I didn't have such a crap experience with chaos and all that kind of stuff, and he definitely is, like his name means joy, and he is my joy. He's led me to this joy, and he definitely changed me as a person, Yeah, no matter how frustrating he can be sometimes. Definitely, I think the different things, that are habits that you have from the root of, not just the outside, because I think we go and say, oh my skin is so awful right now or I can't sleep properly and then you go to this all this other stuff and they're fixing but you don't go and be like okay I'm not really sleeping properly because I'm thinking about all those things and my house is a bit of a mess right now how do I maybe declutter my space to make it a little bit better so I know at the moment one of the things that I found that I wasn't being that productive with glow surf was because the space that I was using and still it's out of my house, my home workshop. And I found that I wasn't organized for that, for those great things to be happening because we had too many clothes that we don't use and we need to have less on. So we're spending more time doing washing and wasting uh, like energy on that rather than like, okay, we have less clothes, have good less clothes. And that would focus on those things. And that naturally I feel that my week from this week, last week to this week, those little things have even felt better. And then taking those lovely moments of those physical things that we do, like, oh, rolling the essential oils on our pulse points, but in a lovely environment that's not Mm. full of complete clutter, that when you open your eyes, you're going to feel like crap again. 
or okay creating that lovely space that you have your skincare that you know this is part of my routine that I prepare for that all falls into this area that you feel like I can sustain this I can continue with this and it's going to make me feel good when I'm doing it not just to fight the fires which we naturally will have to because we do live I was listening to another podcast last night a more stressful times we are living Mm. in more stressful times that our predecessors never lived in but there's things that we can do for ourselves that help us in that way so I definitely agree definitely yeah the people in the past like were like how do you know some people would be like how did we survive all the caveman years look at you all being snowflakes or whatever which are needing all of this and you're like um cave people had used to spend loads of time in nature and had like communities and storytelling and now we've got social media and trump like leave us alone <laughs> Give us the face mask. yeah um gosh i could talk to you about that for so long but I, i'm kind of curious before i'd love to ask a little bit about candle making but you said you hinted at like green tea and and that do you want to talk to us a little bit about kind of the products you have and how the plants work like what various plants are for i just find that kind of stuff really interesting yeah so it's so interesting like for example sea buckthorn is um, an ingredient that's in within the super veg facial oil and within the um, glow boosting two-in-one and within the hand balm the rejuvenating hand balm because sea buckthorn is the highest concentrated um, ingredient of vitamin c so we think the oranges and things like that but sea buckthorn lives and grows on our beautiful like landscape that we have by the sea so often the in ireland in ireland yeah so wow. definitely like, on the ball wall for example like my husband plays golf just around the corner from our house and like he was one of the first ones that actually made me think about it because he was saying his golf partner was like oh that do you know those fruits you can eat like literally they're like oranges but like, i was like Okay. literally was researching more and more and it's just like goodness so you just literally can pick it dry it and get the oil derived from it and that is whether you, you can do that or you can just juice it or drink it and whatever and it's just there or around us and you will see it when you're going for your walks around the sea <sighs> and the coastal regions and that's there so that's just so beautiful brightening for your skin yes that's a beautiful ingredient um blueberry mm-hmm. seed oil like so blueberries and these are all these antioxidants that we eat that helps to rejuvenate, helps us to fight off those kind of toxins that are in the environment that live within us that we need to counteract. Mm. They're beautiful that. So sometimes there's certain synthetic derived um, ingredients that can be a bit harsh for our skin. So the retinoids and things like that, that are made in labs and they are all great and beneficial, but they could be a bit harsher for the more sensitive skin types. So blueberry is a natural vitamin A, um, which is great. So I also make sure that we're, because it's a vegan brand, vegan friendly brand, which not many are. I started to realise more and more that even the words like natural or chemical free and things like that aren't words I try to not use as much because they're, they're just so messy. There's a lot of companies that you can use, like the likes of tallow, which is animal fat. Yeah, I understand the benefits of it, but do I want to smear animal fat on my body? No, no. no I do not. Uh, why would I want to do that? I, I completely uh, want to be able to give people the um, the easier way of if they can't go vegan or veggie or things like that, but they can make 
their nice things that they do for themselves, not at the detriment of an animal. So I don't really see why I would mm. use that. There's other plant-based oils, like I use candela wax instead of beeswax in our herbal balms and body butters, as that is just a beautiful, wild-growing plant that helps to give that hardness and firmness, but so moisturising and so protective for the skin. So like the champion kind of products that are definitely the favourites and have been since the start was the Glow Boosting 2-in-1. So that one has both the hydrating factors of hyaluronic acid, which is plant-derived, which a lot of hyaluronic acid isn't plant-derived. Oh. People do not know that. It's made from like bones, like roosters kind of like... Are you messing? Like, oh my God. A lot, a lot. I would say majority of the companies that you would say that aren't vegan friendly would be using them. So like... Yeah, I hadn't heard of that. Like I've heard of tallow and I've heard of uh, like carmine, which is like crushed beetles for like coloring eyeshadow and stuff like that. And then of course in perfume and probably lots of other things are um, excretions from beaver's anal glands. Yeah. Like literally, like people. How like, do you go there? Like, how do they naturally go there? I don't even what? understand. Yeah, like, how did they find it in the first place? Like, <laughs> what? But then it's it's just because, and I think, like, as you say, if if people actually know, you know, you're putting animal fat, like tallow comes, I think, from, from calves or, or, yeah. or uh, cows, you know, if, if you know this, I think people just would make different choices, you know? Uh, yeah. It's just not that obvious all the time. So I'm so glad you have alternatives (laughs) yeah there's so many different things and you're just like oh my goodness wow and you get it like I get sometimes it's a bit more expensive and which I don't believe it completely should be or it might be a little bit less accessible but it's almost like but why not ask the questions like even there's new products are developing and stuff like that and thinking about like I really want to do like um a silk pillow but it's not silk please because I've yeah. been looking for something like that because I don't want to buy yeah, like a new satin one but I would love a silk pillow for my yeah. hair and my skin like oh yeah it makes such a di- big dif- difference in my kids hair my own hair like their hair super curly and you just know that okay that's better when I moisturize my skin and put it to go to bed I want to have the same moisture that I wake up with and like you do definitely so I've been working to have one and things like that because I do believe that just because you're making those choices you shouldn't be left out of the circle for that so um those are the from the skincare a kind of range and then obviously I know with candles candles are so interesting because I don't think we realized for the longest time their impact it's not just smokiness of certain things because they could be completely really well made no smokiness but then you start looking around and I know that someone was saying that he's a painter I met him the other day he was like you can tell when someone's had a Yankee candle because the like all of the like the paraffin and all that kind of the the fragrance oils that they use within the candle stains the walls and all that other stuff that you might not even realize it wow but then when they're actually doing it and because you're so used to your area it's basically like someone sitting there smoking in their house all day and it's just the paraffin is oil it is petroleum it's um pet is petrol so Mm. so you are basically putting a nice little bit of petrol up in your atmosphere every single day or whenever you use it so that's not great. Um, fragrance oils, which I think we, 
I remember when I started candle making and things like that, I, I ordered different things and fragrance oils was one of the things I did order because you should be like, oh, that smells, not, that sounds nice. That's obviously how that person made that scent of candle. Started making it. Oh my goodness, we had all really bad headaches, especially because I was the one making them. So it was in the atmosphere. Yeah. Um, and when you start being like, what? And I started reading more and more about the detriment of these fragrance oils to your reproductive system, to your health, to your lungs. Like, so these everything. are essentially chemicals. Like these aren't like chemicals. essential oils. They're, they're just like they've comp- uh, compiled chemicals to make your candles smell like an orange exactly. or whatever. Yeah. So if those, those fun sounds and like smells that you've got, like fresh linen, that's not a essential oil smell. Like you can develop scents that go together nicely to give that freshness but a smell that says fresh linen, I would be conscious of because it's not going to be more or less based on essential oils. Yeah, they didn't um, probably wash a load of fresh linen in it. Yeah, like bottle it up. And then bottle yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's very hard. The very hard scents like blueberry muffin and candy cane and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, and yeah. Favourites, pumpkin spice. Often than not, it's, it's, it's going to be like chemically synthetically made rather than naturally from plant-based oils mm. or ingredients so I really I, I definitely dabbled and fell into the trap initially and then I started being like okay pumpkin spice I can make from cinnamon bark from orange from cloves from this those are kind of the cells that would attribute to that smell but not the kind of made up stuff yeah. so I'm very conscious of those kind of things and glow circles, candles are made out of, and even the wicks can be dipped in paraffin. So you buy your wick from a company and the company could have pre, because it needs to be pre-dipped for it to burn, not just to burn straight through the cotton candles, for example, cotton wicks, and they could be pre-dipped in paraffin. You could have your beautiful candle and then the, the wick that you've gone and dipped in there is paraffin. And that was another thing. So the candles are made out of coconut and rapeseed oil. I chose this because um, it's the most biodegradable oil. So you can literally pour it down your sink. You could rub it on your body yeah, if you want. It's, it's not dangerous. It's melted. Well. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's not dangerous. It's essential oils within there. I know soy is one of the other wax kind of competitors that you mm. would all beeswax and things like that, but we wouldn't be using beeswax. But the soy, um, there's also been issues with the farming of soy. So uh, soybeans, so whether they're sustainably farmed, the use of fertilizers and chemicals during their farming and stuff. So I try and stay away from that. Yes, coconut and rapeseed oil is more expensive and things like that, but I just wanted to try and make better choices so did you did you start making your own candles in your own workshop and then like are you still have you got a team now or are you still a one woman one woman oh my god yeah i I don't know i don't don't know how i do it i'm just i'm really um, (laughs) all over the place as you can tell but um yeah i don't know how i do it i just genuinely was like everything from glow circle has kind of come from things that we use or things that i interested in bettering myself to use yeah. so I'm just like okay no the candles yeah I'm not happy with them wow. start making them and it yeah it's been definitely an area that 
I've really enjoyed and continue to enjoy like that is so and I mean as our energy bills are going up and up and up like we have been keeping the lights off and just lighting candles and I think and my housemates have a couple of Yankee candles that I'm going to be like guys guys it's yeah, stuck in the world now my husband I remember oh when God. I first ever met him he had Christmas time a big red Yankee candle I thought nothing of it and then I started more and more and I actually need to start uh, the to-dos doing more like reels and all that kind of stuff and blog posts mm. on all these things you just don't know yeah and how, how are you going to know madness it's it's so fascinating how these things just get woven into society and we just don't question them you know yeah. uh, and it's all covered in like candy cane logos everything is la 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 yeah. fine it's it's bonkers I know, um, and some of the biggest brands still use paraffin and you literally yeah. like some of them that i've been like oh my gosh aspire as like wow they're such amazing brands you use paraffin you're just like why are you doing this why are you yeah. doing this to people have you not heard about um, the climate crisis yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and people's health yeah it's it's mad but hopefully now going forward into this dark uh darker e- energy kind of saving period when people are lighting their candles they can think of glow circle and think of like all the other small companies that are making eco-friendly ones and like you've taught you touched a little bit on price like that the price of the there is a price point difference that i know of course is not um accessible for everyone due to like systemic like poverty issues and and wealth gaps but for the people who can they absolutely should like it, it's just like a no-brainer but you mentioned that you will actually be doing a candle workshop soon at one of my favorite vegan restaurants ever kayla and coco yes, so can you tell yes, when, when is that so the candle workshop let me just get the date yeah so the 8th of december so a month's time i need to start sharing and things like that on there for sure but uh, yeah it's going to be a lovely like kaylin coco is amazing and uh so it's going to be in the evening time preparing for christmas you can make your own vegan friendly plant-based candle to take away with you and yeah. blend your own scent um so there'll be some of the essential oils already blended but you can boost them with your own and tweak them and learn a bit more yeah. about that as well as some lovely nibbles all vegan friendly it'll be oh such gosh. a lovely evening to bring your friends and it's going to be quite limited obviously because we all will be um the space of and mm. things like that and to obviously learn more and be really intimate but yeah I hopefully it'll be a way and hopefully do some more workshops to have those moments because I think doing those things that's what I found those little making things has been so good for my well-being and creating things and having those times and laughs and jokes with your friends which years ago we were trapped at home and couldn't do so um the 8th of december exactly <laughs> yeah excited so that's and have you got any other markets as well coming up yeah so we do the um saint anne's market in pontar slash every saturday but going to be doing gifted in the rds in their sustainability um section Amazing. um which would be nice um it'll be my first time doing such a big show for um five days and that's from the 30th of november so i will be doing hopefully some giveaways of some tickets and sending some out to some lovely people as well so i'm going to do lots of my christmas kind of shopping there because it's going to be lots and lots of small businesses made yeah locally sourced kind of businesses so i think it'd be a great way to do those shopping, that shopping, especially because if you're not massively going into all the town centres and things like that and don't find that you're finding those kind of mm. niche shops, 
I think it's a great place to go. Yeah, I worked at Gifted one year. I do like random promo staff and jobs and I was blown away by like the sustainability. So I spent my whole wage for the weekend, which wasn't a lot, but I, I was all blown <laughs> on these small businesses. But like you don't see the likes of, you know, um, Yankee or Coca-Cola at these places because they don't they don't need stalls. You know, they have their, their income. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, especially the sustainability quarter, it's, it's really big and they all have, I remember when I was there the last time all the sustainability stands had like a really obvious sign that they like eco-friendly was in their ethos so it was really easy to spot and then obviously the ones that that wasn't in their model they had no sign and just kind of like all right well you straight away know what they're about and you just go around and there was so many um I had wear a ring that was made of recycled silver that I bought gifted so definitely for people listening if you can afford a ticket to go to gifted in the RDS in the end of November it's on like usually every year obviously when there's no pandemic (laughs) it is definitely worth going to so hopefully that will be amazing for you um I can chat you for so long Stephanie but I have to start like round and round enough I know I have to go to work and I think your your kids are home no not at all I could talk to you for so long um but there is a couple of things that I do love to to ask at the end of an interview and I have some random questions but before I get into that I've started asking people recently uh, what their favorite thing about the future is so when you imagine the future and it's worked out that you know the planet as well environment as well people are well like what is your favorite thing about the future as you imagine it when it works out peaceful I feel like everything can be a bit defensive and hostile and justifying and even borderline aggressive sometimes. So mm-hmm. I just like just peaceful, like, you know, the little things are just your life. It's just lovely. Yeah. Peacefulness. Oh, that's so nice i can see it i can feel it as well like there's so much unnecessary um stress today and in the future when it all works out like there's so much more yeah so much more peace nice and simple and beautiful i love it um so to round off we are going to ask some random questions if you want to pick a letter of the alphabet i'm going to give you a question now the answer does not need to be related to the letter that was just me being weird letter d if you could live as an animal, what would it be? Oh my goodness, a sea lion. Oh, interesting. They're amazing. Yeah, they're amazing. <laughs> I love that. A seal, I love it. They're like the, the dogs of the ocean as well. Yeah. I've heard. Like, they're so playful. I've had some friends that are sea swimmers. Uh, and yeah, yeah <laughs> cool. and they they do when they're happy they lie on the beach because i interviewed seal rescue ireland before but they lie on the beach and they do a banana pose like when they stick their head in the air and their tail in the air and it's, they're in the shape of a banana that's like when they're super happy and i just yeah i love that so <laughs> that was a good shout and uh, would yeah. you like to pick another letter um c c what's your favorite documentary or one of I loved the sea. Why am I even forgetting the name of one? It was out on Netflix a few years ago. I feel like it came out. The um, sea, sea conspiracy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very powerful. I that was very powerful. I think that was yeah. Still, the the things that happen, the shark fests and different things like that. Like, yeah, the things. Yeah. So, yeah. just even where you think something sourced from and. It, when you're looking at packets of things and you're just like oh my gosh why would I why did they do that <laughs> but yeah, yeah so it's, then yeah not knowing yeah, and stuff yeah, yeah, yeah these really is a good one yeah. 
Yeah, because I think a lot of things when we think about um, animals and things like that, we think land. We think mm-hmm. we think about the land issues, not as much as the sea issues that we have. So, yeah. Wow. And you want to be a seal as well. I can say you're, I sense you're a um, water baby, are you? <laughs> uh, trying to be, like I literally was saying, oh, wow. like, I want to get in the sea a bit more. I even said about swimming lessons the other day. But yeah, I definitely think the sea is amazing. Like, yeah. Well, would you have, would you like to end before I ask for like your socials and that on like a well, a one final kind of wellness tip for people that, that you'd like to share? I would say the wellness tip I would give is to keep it simple. Just like I was saying, the inner child and getting back to yourself, just very simple. And if you kind of unravel things and go back to that less, less of lifestyle, lots and lots of things get better. Mm. Whenever I try to overcomplicate, which I've, which I have been doing a little bit of recently, it just gets worse. So when I break it down, keep it simple from your skincare from your home environment to your what you want to do you keep it simple and enjoy the simple the wellness naturally rolls on I think amazing that's lovely advice and where can people what are your social handles if people want to follow you to keep up to date yeah so it is um for instagram which is the main um would be glow circle underscore website is www glowcircle.ie and um facebook is glow circle wellness and tiktok glow circle it's all more or less we're trying it all i love it trying it all but not doing it well but trying it all (laughs) oh no it's 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 so hard to keep spinning all the social media plates but um i can't wait to keep an eye on what what you're going to be at and hopefully i will see you at gifted to yes, smell some holidays. of your candles oh. and, and see your creams and everything yes. that would be fun yeah. yeah oh amazing Stephanie thank you so much I can't thank you enough for your time today I love this chat thank you now hopefully you guys were able to learn a thing or two there about the wellness industry or about how amazing plants can be for various things you can check out Glow Circle I hopefully will see you at Gifted at the Order yes I'm definitely going to go probably one of the weekdays when I'm not working the sustainability quarter is just beautiful there were so many businesses when I was there last time so definitely go check that out uh, Kaylin Coco hopefully I'll be at the candle workshop as well so I'm keeping an eye out for when the, the tickets kind of open for that but yeah follow glow circle on their socials you can also um check out and buy from steph on glow circle website and as always support small businesses and that is it thank you guys so much for listening share this around if you enjoy this podcast if you enjoy this episode let your wellness your wellness friends know about it and um yeah if you've any suggestions for future podcasts or for people you'd like to hear from please do get in touch because i only got uh only have a few interviews left to do before i take a hiatus my i hibernate over the springtime and i'll be back again Again in April so until the end of December we have episodes which isn't that many left oh my god it's nearly the end of November guys so if you have any suggestions get in touch share the podcast contribute to it if you can and thank you so much for listening I still find it mad when people listen to this even though that's exactly what it's for so thank you so much for listening and yeah enjoy the rest of your two weeks I will chat to you in two weeks time bye